Hello everyone, welcome. It is April the 11th, 2020. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. And today's show, uh, we're, or I say we, uh, are working on a follow-up to Organize Your Life to Win, which was my latest book. And it's, this next one is coming out in, uh, about Christmas time, and, uh, so anyway, stay tuned. We're going to have a short commercial break and we'll get back into, we're going to do some fun stuff with what's coming in the next book. So stay tuned. You're going to want to hear this. Hang on. Hi, and welcome back. I'll be totally honest with you guys. I, I, I don't know if I, I believe I said this before is I'm, I had a bad upper respiratory problem. It wasn't COVID-19, but I'm having trouble getting through and, and making podcasts. That's why you haven't seen as many uh, shows for me as normal is because I can't get through them without just having absolute coughing attacks. So um, I'm feeling a lot better, but I'm I'm still having some, some cough and clear my throat issues and things like that. So I really beg your indulgence in the show if I... I'm going to try to get through it as far as I can without, you know, if I have a coughing fit that obviously um, I go to <laughs> a new take and you won't know that. But if you do hear me uh, a little bit and and that kind of thing, I just uh, beg your indulgence. All right. So I I'm working on a follow up book to organize your life to win. OK, which was my last book. And. Organize Your Life to Win is a book about just what the title says, Organizing Your Life. Um, And what we worked on in that book was learning how to take our work week or our productivity time, as I like to call it, and really mapping out from hour to hour what we're going to do. And we learned the difference between activity and productivity. Most people that tell me and a lot of people get really pissed at me until they hear me out, is I, I just tell you if, you, if you think that you don't have time, you just don't know how to organize your time. Well, I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. There, And okay, I'm, I'm going to give a, a, some time up for, you know, possibly if you're a doctor and you have things that just come up out of the norm, I get that. If you work in a, in a job where it's not easy for you to plan out a day. I get that. We're just going to try to do that as best as we can. Okay. And then other than that, when you're in, let's say, let's say you are a physician, for example. Okay. We're going to learn how to work absolute productivity. We're not looking at phones. We're not looking at our Facebook page. We're not talking to our children. We're not talking to our spouse. We're absolutely 100% for this period of time if it's just one hour dedicated to what we're doing. Okay? You can call everybody and say, hey, honey, I'm going to be on the phone for about half hour. Can you uh, uh, just hang on for about an hour before I uh, get to... uh, get back to you or tell your kids, Hey, you guys don't need anything. Uh, dad's going to be, your mom's going to be tied up for the next hour. And I just need you to only call me if it's an absolute emergency and you break away, turn off alerts, turn, you know, uh, do the things that necessary to keep 
that time totally, totally yours, okay? So that we can, you, there is, you have no idea how much stuff you can get done in an hour when you have absolutely zero interruption. And we live in a world where we have constant interruption via social media, uh, family, which, you know, I, we all have family, we all love our family, but for this hour, I need you to shush. I need you to be quiet and leave me be and let me do my thing. So the next portion of the book that we're working on is let's say that you're doing these things and now we've got to fine tune that. We've got to find the paradigms in our life that are still holding us back, that are still not allowing us to where God can actually, you know, bless you with certain things. So we, we're going to do kind of a, this time we're going to do an inventory. We're going to kind of look at our life and we're going to make an inventory of what we're doing. What are, what, you know, and we're going to, and this is something, keep in mind that you get to do by yourself, all by yourself. There's no grading. There's no nothing. You get to do this by yourself. All right. And you're going to have to be totally honest with yourself. So if you're doing things that are sinful in nature, that um, perhaps you're uh, not being totally honest with yourself and giving yourself that time, or you're saying, oh, I can still look at my Facebook page, or I can still look at my Twitter page, or I can still look at this or that, and I can still do this and that, you know, and you're still wasting time. Maybe, or I'll pray tomorrow. I'm not going to pray today. I'm going to pray tomorrow. I'm not going to do my meditation today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. You know, I'm still using bad language. I'm still, whatever it is, okay? And I'm guilty of using bad language. I'll raise my hand. I am. You can't see me, but I am. I'll raise my hand. I still use bad language. I still, there are still things. And that's why, hence this new book, is because now we're going to look at things that are still stifling our growth. So, all right, well, I've been going at this for about six minutes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a short break. Okay, I'm going to come right back. So there's going to be kind of a little time delay on the uh, coming back. I'm not going to squeeze in a commercial. Don't worry about that. But you'll, for you, you'll just keep hearing. But I'm just letting you know I'm going to take a small break. So I'll be right back. Thanks, everybody. We're moving on. The... Um like I said, the, the things that we want to really focus on in this new series, this new book, is we've, we've learned the, the core process on how to organize our life to win. Now we've got to fine-tune that, and we have to figure out where are the holes in our life. Where is the holes in our faith? Where is the holes in our, our journey that we need to fill with uh, better information, better thoughts, better processes, better decisions. And it's, sorry guys, I'm trying not to cough. Like I told you, it's been really hard for me to get through a um, a series. So anyway, as we move on, choice is going to be something that I'm really focusing on in in the next book is, is you, you, everything in our life is a choice. Okay, if if you're in a, uh, a crappy place emotionally, that's a choice. You can blame. You know, I got in a really dark place a couple years ago when I was going through my divorce, and 
but I let myself, I made the choice to stay in that for a while. Okay. Thank God I'm not there anymore, but I, I made the choice to stay there. You know, I made the choice to, oh my God, you know, life's never going to be this or, you know, it's, uh, I can't believe that we're not together, yada, yada, yada. And I went through all that and nothing seems to be going right. You know, the, all of these things were a choice for me and continue to be a choice for me. I can choose to be happier. I can choose to be sad, you know, and we all have that same choice. It doesn't matter who you are, how rich you are, how poor you are, what color you are, what nationality you are, what uh, gender you are, it doesn't matter. It's still a choice. So we're really going to talk about choice because for a lot of people hearing, well, you're making that choice to be that way. They get mad. I'm not making this choice to be this way. You know, I didn't ask for this divorce or I didn't ask for uh, to lose my job. I didn't ask for my car to be repoed. I didn't ask to get sick. I didn't, ask, you know, no, you didn't. No, you didn't ask for that. Nobody consciously asks and goes, gee, I'm in a really great relationship. Let's see if I can screw that up so I don't have it anymore. I, nobody does that, okay? But when things, when life turns and when life has a situation you know where you 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 do lose a relationship you do lose a job you may lose your home you may lose a car you may you know get sick and i'm not suggesting that if you caught cancer that you made a choice to have cancer so don't i don't god sometimes people send me these email oh my god i can't believe you said that dude no 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 okay but what you can find yourself where you can make a choice is I'm either going to make a choice to fight or I'm going to give up and die. And that's hard to swallow. It's a hard reality. And no, for many of us, we don't walk in, in the shoes of someone who, who may have a terminally ill disease. No, you don't. But I have walked in, in many shoes in many other instances and I still subscribe to the fact that you can make a choice on how you're going to process and move your life forward, okay? No matter what the outcome of that is going to be. Because at the end of the day, guess what? We're all going to die, you know? we're. All, I mean, and, and I don't want that to sound unkind to people that, that my heart really goes out to because if you're going through that nobody knows what that path but you nobody and I've known several people in my life that have have walked that journey you know and I know one that walked it not as they probably should or could have and others who you know said hell if I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out partying man you know, so these are all choices, and some of the things that we have to make choices about in our life are damn hard, damn tough. So this gets to the part where it's not easy, okay? It could be if we made the choice and actually stuck to it, but here's the skinny, 
And we talk about this in just about damn near everything that I've talked about, every podcast, is, is if it took you a lot of years to break your life, in a sense, it's going to take you some years to fix it. You're not going to do... This isn't some infomercial at 12 o'clock at night where you can buy, you know, a happy life with zero money down. If you want that, then this is not the time to or be listening because you're 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 buying into a fantasy, okay? And that's not what we're about. We're about changing our life for a lifelong happiness. Hence, life research project. And if you don't know what that is, then you better dig in and start finding out who I am, because that's who we are. Okay, so go to my website. And you can find out more. All right, so we're going to work through choice. We have to decide to change our life. And we have to make that choice. We have to make the choice to be happy. We have to make the choice of what we're going to do each day to be productive. I choose to be productive for this hour. I choose to be productive for the next hour. I choose to finish my book. I choose to finish a podcast. I choose to finish my day. Everything is a choice. And you have to learn to condition yourself to see nothing else. So I'm going to tell you a little story. You may have heard this story. It's not something, it's not my story, but I think it's, it's incredibly uh, spot on, drill on, everything that if it, if it sums up anything about making a choice, here it is. All right, so this guy, he goes out and, and he talks to this guru and he says, man, I want success. I want to be successful in my life. And you guys will have to forgive me if I butcher the story a little bit. So, you know, I want success. I want to be happy. I want success in my life. How, what's the secret? You know, how do I, how do I become successful? How do, I, how, do I, how do I make this life the best life I can have? And the guru says, oh, you don't want to know. And he pulls him off. Yeah, no, 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 no. Guy keeps saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please help me. Please, I want to do it. He said, all right, meet me at the beach tomorrow at the beach. 6 a.m., if you're a second late, I'm not going to be there. Okay. So the next morning, the guy shows up. He's there. The guru's there. And he, tell, he says, why do you want to know? He said, I want to know what the secret to success. I want to know the secret to how to live a fulfilling life. You're sure? Yes, I'm sure. Okay, come with me. So they walk out into the water and get it, you know, where it's waist or a little higher, deep water, okay? And and the the guy's looking at him and he's going, okay, what does this have to do with anything about success? I'm standing here basically chest deep in water. What the hell are we looking at? All of a sudden, the guru grabs him, dumps his head in the water. The guy's flaying and flailing and trying to get up and and the guru's holding him down where it becomes a real struggle. He's holding him, he's flailing and flaying and blah, 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 blah. He's beating on the guy and then all of a sudden the guru lifts him up 
out of the water. And the guy's, what the hell are you doing? He goes, you wanted to breathe, right? Yeah, I wanted to breathe more than anything, right? Yeah, I wanted to breathe more than anything. Yes, you were drowning me. He said, no, you're missing the point. When you want success, when you want to win as bad as you need to breathe, there's your answer. There's your key. When you want it so bad, when it's every breath that you take, you wanted to breathe awful bad when you were drowning. Right? Yes. Okay. When you want success as bad as you need to breathe, there you have it. You need to have an unwavering laser focused position <laughs> okay you you can't you can't move around you can't do anything except think about that when you're in productivity mode there is a difference between productivity mode and activity mode and we're going to really expand more on that yes i want you to have fun i want to have fun i want to be able to unplug from what I need to do to achieve the goals that I have in my life and plug into fun, plug into my family, plug into my grandchild, plug into my my dog Glitzy, as most of you know, is, you know, everything to me, okay? So, <clears throat> you have to want these things. You have to make a choice and then you have to want it. Okay, you have to not let here's and here's in I want this is very important. What happens is is that old old you comes into play and your and your head gets rolled back a little bit. Oh, I can't because you, you think your dream's too big. You think you, you think what you do? Oh, it's not going to happen. That doubt, that little that little thought comes into your head, and guess what? God and the universe say. He's not ready yet. He still thinks it's too big. So we're going to talk about how to overcome that. How do I overcome that? What do I do? We're going to go in great depth and detail. And you're probably going, dude, just tell me now. <laughs> and I'm going to share with you some things. And that's why we're doing this series is to run it up to the book. Okay? We're going to run this up to the book because the book's going to have a whole lot more than what I can put in an absolute podcast. But I can tell you this, you're going to have to make the choice. You're going to have to make it every day, This, especially one thing. There's more, but there's. I'm going to give you one thing. Okay, and this is a biggie too. This is not something that... that uh, there's some little thing that you needed something else to, to you need another key that's fifty nine ninety five. No, no, no. It's none of that crap, you guys. So listen to me. You're going to have to sit down and meditate on this. You're gonna have to see yourself in the position. A lot of you call it visualization, okay? You're going to I, I like for it to be meditation because I like to to do the breathing exercise. Okay, and I like to get into a place where it's quiet and serene. 
okay? And then I like to visualize myself, see myself, meditate on that, get it into my mind's eye, get it into my my psyche, get it into my subconscious that this is who I am. This is, I do have, this is the reality I can have. Because the old you is going to, that old brain stuff is going to sneak in there and say, oh, you can't do that. You've never been able to do that. There's no way you can do that. You're not smart enough. You're not bright enough. You're not pretty enough. You don't have enough money. You don't run in the right crowd. Well, God Almighty, you can think of about a thousand bloody things to screw it up. Or you can stop that as I'm doing and saying, wait, no, stop, damn it, stop. And go, I can do this, you know, and you're going to and you're going to do it through meditation and visualization. See yourself there. Okay, this is not new stuff, you guys. It's been out there, but what happens is and what I what in my my philosophy and my teaching is nobody t- everybody tells you what you need to do, they don't tell you how to bloody do it. And that's what I want to do is because I got frustrated at all the books out there that taught me all this really cool shit but not how to apply it. How the hell do I apply it? How the hell do I find faith? How do I find God? And I had to find people that basically showed me a road path to that. You can tell me all day long, but I need somebody, I need you to hold my hand and get me from point A to point B. And that's what I hope that I'm doing for you today. And what I'm going to be doing and what my new book is going to absolutely, positively knock your socks off with information on how to get there. How do we do it? It's almost going to be a workbook style thing that that we're going to do that's really going to help you, okay? All right, so we've talked about choice. We've talked about visualization and meditation, okay, and how, to, how we need to do those things and remembering and being conscious of the fact that this is going to take time and it's going to take practice, okay, that we're not just going to get over this hump as easily as we might have hoped. So what I'm going to ask you to do is to is to get organized to win. Start applying these things to your life. Start doing the things because if you don't make this a and the reason that I'm doing it at Christmas is because that's my Christmas gift to you. Is what I'm bringing to you in this book. This is where you're going to get it at Christmas and be able to apply the new stuff for the new year. We're going to set that new goal. We're going to we're going to take ourselves to the next plateau. Okay, we're going to move up. We're really going to put in practice all the things that I've written. Okay, all the stuff that I that I've done, all the podcasts. We're going to bring it all into something that really helps you get over that that hump. So the the basis of what we're doing is is there and now we're going to really push it. Okay? So you're going to have to make a choice. You're going to have to say if I if I feel like crap, it's my choice. That's your choice. These are hard things that you're going No, it's not a blah, 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 blah. you know. Yes, it's a damn choice. You can choose to be happy or you can choose to be sad. Okay? It's a bloody choice. And it's hard for me too because there's sometimes where the old me wants to be sad. The old me wants to whine. The old me wants to go, I can't, you know. No. No, 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 no. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. 
because that's not that it is a choice and i know that it's just hard sometimes you have to sit there and go well you know you're making a choice and it's hard it's hard because when you're in the depths and pits of some hell then you know basically you want to tell them f off and leave me alone you don't know my pain and that's another thing that we're going to talk about you're not special okay in that sense you're special because you bring a special you to the to the world absolutely you are special you are a special human being you are a special person okay but you are not so special that you have depression that's worse than someone else's depression you know what i hate to hear and i hear this sometimes from from leaders in businesses y'all don't know what pressure is i've got you know x amount of dollars in debt y'all don't know what the hell so what I'm going through, you know, and you hear all this bullshit of, you know, my pressure's more than yours. Bullshit. Okay? And let me tell you why that's bullshit. So if I'm $10 million in debt or I'm $60,000 in debt, if I'm having to make choices about losing my credit, not feeding my family, or whatever, any other little diversity you could put in there as far as, as uh, a diversity of problems, okay? So you go through that and you're sitting there, what the hell difference does it make whether it's $10,000 or $10 million? If you lose your shit, it don't matter. The same level of stress is there. If I can't feed my family and I'm... Again, $10,000 in debt or $100,000 in debt. The hell difference does it make my family still not going to eat? So that same level of stress is there. So I get it. You know? But don't compare your level of this or that to someone else's. Because when it boils down to whether you're going to be happy or sad, whether your family's going to eat or not, that level of stress is the same. So you're not special in that sense. But what you are special at is you have a purpose in this life. God didn't just put you on this earth, okay, without some purpose. Well, what is my purpose? I don't know. But I can tell you this, you can find it. You can find it easy enough. You know how you find it easy enough? You pray about it. You ask for guidance. You ask for signs. Okay? I wasn't even looking for, for a sign I'm about to tell you about. And some of you that, that do listen to me on a regular basis have heard this story. But when I first got to West Texas and I decided that I would start uh, attending a church here, and I found a church in Odessa, Texas, Okay, and I started going, but I was that guy who sat in the back. I didn't really talk to people. I smiled. I was cordial. Hello, and if I was spoken to. Other than that, nobody knew me from Adam. Okay, nobody knew my name. Nobody knew who I was. Nobody knew anything about me. So one day when they're doing what's called an altar call, where they're asking if you want to commit your life to Christ. So one day I just like, you know, I haven't done this in years and years and years and years and years. I don't know that I ever really did it proper. So today, guess what? I'm holding up my hand. 
So Pastor Don is sitting there and he goes through the things and they bring me a CD and he goes through, you know, and prays and does all this stuff. And so I'm sitting there and as Pastor Don is walking across and, and the reason I call him Pastor Don today is because he is my pastor, okay? And he's, uh, uh, I share that distinction with several different people that are very important in my life that are pastors, but Pastor Don has a special place in my heart because of a couple of different reasons, but I'm going to share one with you today. All right, so he's walking back across the stage, and he stops and turns around and goes, Sir, sir. And I'm sitting there, you know, not doing anything. Finally, he goes, Sir. And I, I, I look up, and he goes, Yes, you, sir. And I, I'm like, you know how you do. You hit your chest and go, What, me? And he goes, Yes. And he said, he said, I was walking across, and he said, God stopped me and said to tell you this. Whatever creatively you're doing, keep doing it. And he looked at me and goes, do you understand? And I was about to fall out of the pew. I was like, what? How? There is no way on God's good earth that Don Kaywood could have known that I was a writer. That I was a photographer, that I was that, that that I do the things that I do, that I'm a filmmaker, that I, I I I work on these things all the time. And it's all creative based. And I'm like, there's no way. How I remember calling my my sister, bawling crying, saying, You're never gonna believe what happened to me at church today. And everybody was just amazed. And then I recall walking through the lobby and and I I see Don and I, I go over and I and I tell him hi pastor and and, and uh, he goes hey he goes how are you doing with uh, your book and I I said I said well funny enough I said and this is back at the time I said funny enough it's not just a book it's now seven and he looked at me and he got a tear in his eye and he hugged me. And he said, he said, see the power, see the power of God in that? And I said, every day, every day. And the book that we're talking about now, unless I publish another ebook, which is highly likely uh, between now and Christmas, um, will be number 10. And that's in the span of a little over two years, you know? So it's amazing what can happen when you allow things to happen in your life. And that's another thing that we have to learn how to do. We have to learn how to let go. You all have heard the phrase, let go and let God. Nothing could be truer ever in the history of words spoken, let go and let God. And that's harder to do than most people would like to believe. I certainly have a struggle with it, is letting go. 
It's like God's trying to take your baggage and put it on the plane, and you're like, well, no, this is carry-on. I'll keep it. We say, no, you, it's too big. You can't carry it. It's not carry-on. Your luggage is too big. It won't go in the overhead compartment. So you got to let God have your, ba- your baggage. And you, got, and you, my friends, have to remember that your baggage is not equal to your life. Your past does not define who you can be today. It does not define who you will be tomorrow. Your past defines things that are in the past. If you were a shithead and yada, yada, yada in the past, well, okay, I was in the past. I'll freely admit that. I, had a, I made a lot of mistakes in my past. A lot of stuff that I'm, I'm not proud of or that, that happened that just happened. You know, some things happened, you know, as a result of one thing or another and others happened because, you know, I was going through a horrible time in my life. Depression, alcohol, drugs, you name it. If it was a vice and it would screw up my life, I, I was probably all over it and a professional at it. But that's my point to the new book, is we're going to not allow those old things to trickle into our head anymore. We're going to learn to be able to put the bags on the conveyor belt that go to God. We're not going to use it in the overhead bin anymore. We're not going to put go, no, this is my pain. I need my pain. No, you don't. Why? Why in the good Lord's name would you need any pain from your past? Excuse me. You can fix some of your past. You can make an amends, as Alcoholics Anonymous will tell you. Make amends to those that, uh, uh, where it's, where you can, and others, you may just need to make an amends between you, God, and letting God know that you're repentant of the hurt that you caused someone else in your life. You, you know, the best thing that you can be is not the same person you were when you were a, a screw-up. If you're not, and people still can't, you know, I have people in my life who, for whatever reason, can't forgive me or don't want to forgive me, or think they can't forgive me, you know? And I stand ready to answer hard questions. I stand ready to do the things that are necessary to say, yeah, I own that. The most funny and poignant thing that, that, I, that I ever heard, that I, I, and I use this a lot, was from the movie Suicide Squad when Harley Quinn uh, says, you know, the guy, the El Diablo is sitting there, you know, saying how he hurt his family. And she, and she looks at him and she goes, own that shit. Own it. You have to own your shit. I agree. Own it. But don't keep it. You can say, yeah, I'm a screw up. I hurt people or I hurt, and I'm not talking about physically hurting people. I'm talking about just emotionally hurting people in your life. 
you know, family, friends, spouses, kids, you know. And here's the thing, people who want to say, you're an asshole, you'll always be an asshole. That's their problem, not yours. You want to think I'm a dick? Great, go ahead. But I'm not the same dick I was 25 or 30 years ago. You want to hold on to that shit? Knock yourself out. But I'm not that person. And I am remorseful and I am repentant and I am sorry for any hurt that I caused people in my life. And I caused a lot. But that doesn't make me a dick today. Because I don't choose to be that person. I don't choose to sit there and drink to oblivion. I don't choose to go running around. I don't choose to, to do the shit that I did. I don't choose to sell myself a sack of shit and pay premium dollar for it. I don't choose that anymore. You can do the same. And that's the thing that we're going to work on. So keep plugging back into my podcast for now. I am working on, and I'll let you know, i am probably got a couple articles coming out um, pre-launch of the book. I'm working diligently on the book, and I'm excited for it. And I think that we have to lay that foundation. Now it's time to start framing the house, our house. So we're going to start some framework now. We know how to do the things. We know how to organize our life. But now we start looking, we start punching holes in it. We start figuring out where, where the problem is. And the problem is choice. The problem is, is that we're letting old paradigms, old things, we're hanging on to old luggage. And those are things that we're going to learn more and more and more how to let go of. And part of it, <coughs> excuse me, guys, I'm going to try to stay with you. Um, and part of that we do through meditation. You know, we see ourselves being the person that we want to be. We put up vision boards, we put up things. And none of this, you guys, is crap that's anything new. But I'm just telling you, if you're going to get through these things, you're going to have to do them. And don't just say you did them or don't go... <laughs> That's just bullshit. Everything's got it, you know. No, it's not. You have to do it because nothing's going to change if you don't change. Oh, I wrote down some goals and I... Re well, if there's no action behind that, if you're not doing shit about it or you're half-assed doing it, we're well, going to get a half-assed result. You want the big dream? You want the big kahuna stuff? Well, guess what? You're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to let God know and believe that you can handle that next step. That's another key in this process. So, all right, I'm going to cut it off there simply because I feel a coughing fit coming on and we've kind of talked a little bit about stuff so I want to not hurry my throat along. I'm hoping that I'll be able to maybe even put out another uh, podcast tomorrow. I can't promise, but I got them coming. All right. So 
Here's what I would like you to take away today. Recommit yourself. If you have not really truly stayed with organizing your life to win, recommit yourself. If you are committed to this, then stay tuned, guys, because we are going to together get through this. You have to really start punching holes in what you're doing and make sure that you're still doing it. I heard a I heard a, a, a good affirmation or not an affirmation, I'm sorry. I heard a good thing off of uh, off of YouTube the other day and the the talk was about choice. And and here's the thing. He said, you know, if let's say that you're a God fearing person but you're still committing adultery, for example. Okay? How is God ever gonna reward that? So when you look at your life and you think about how God rewards our lives and what he thinks that we're able to take that next step, is there anything you can identify in your life where you said, yeah, uh, that's probably not going to pass God's muster, okay? The way I tell people, if you're doing something that you can't do in front of your grandmother, uh, it's probably wrong, <laughs> okay? It's probably not the right thing, Okay? If you're doing things in your life that are not pleasing to God, not pleasing to your grandmother, not pleasing to your mom, okay, then I would suggest to you that we rethink that. You know, that you rethink what, what, are, what are my priorities? Do I, you know, God's not going to give you, get you halfway there. You're either all in or you're not, okay? And if things have stopped, then start asking yourself, is there anything that I'm doing that's displeasing to God? If there's not, if you're not doing anything displeasing to God, then my next suggestion would be, okay, are we following through with everything that we're supposed to be doing every day? Okay? And if you are, then have patience. Because you guys have also heard me, and you have also know that I've written about this, that it was the person looking for their dream job. And I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit. And they had put out resume after resume, nothing. Five months goes. Oops, sorry guys, there was a little cough there. I, I cut us off so you guys didn't have to hear that in your, <laughs> in your deal. Anyway, um, really the takeaway today is is... Do a complete self-assessment. Do an honest self-assessment. Anytime I ask you to do a, you know, some little project, it's, it's about you, okay? You got to do it. Make yourself do it and be honest, okay? So we're going to cut it off there, like I said, and I always have trouble getting away here. So this is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. You can uh, subscribe to the show on just any Spotify, Google, uh, Anchor, Apple, or Apple Podcast, any of those, all everywhere you can find me. Uh, please subscribe to the show, and I really appreciate everybody's kind words and thoughts that they send me. Um, you can also find me at robertbruton.com, and you can there go find my author page on Amazon or just Google my name. Uh, I have an author page on Amazon. Uh, we uh, love to hear from you. Uh, 
uh, and love to hear your thoughts on, on our books. So thank you so much for all of you that uh, purchased the books and thank you so much for subscribing to the show. And the, for those of you that financially support the show, thank you so much. Um, it's truly a blessing. So anyway, thanks again. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Thanks, and we'll be together again real soon. Bye for now.